0: From St. Louis Public Radio. This is St. Louis on the Air.
1: And he he phrased it this way. People who smoke pot are creatures of convenience.
0: Did you happen to get any sense um, since Friday how much money has been spent and made
1: Recreational weed is taxed less in Missouri. It's medical weed, on the other hand, is taxed less in Illinois.
0: I'm Elaine Cha. Before last Friday, many folks living on the Missouri side of the river traveled over to southeast Illinois to get recreational cannabis. But now that St. Louis dispensaries can sell recreational marijuana to adults, people from STL may no longer travel to Metro East joints to get their smokes, edibles, or other marijuana products. What does the start of Missouri recreational marijuana sales mean for the Metro East? Joining me in studio to talk about it is Will Bauer, St. Louis Public Radio's Metro East reporter. Will, it's great to have you on again. Yeah, great to be here, Elaine. So last week you filed a story about shall we say like a contact low. Um, Walk us briefly through that story about the ways legalization of recreational cannabis in Missouri may affect dispensaries in the Metro East.
1: Yeah, so this whole story was kind of reported with the idea that, you know, Metro East dispensaries have kind of filled this market over the last three years since January of 2020, when they first opened. Um, So of course, we can kind of only speculate maybe what you know means for these businesses in these cities that have come to really appreciate the extra money that is bringing to their communities. Mm-hmm. Um, you know of course, many are expecting there to be less traffic over in the the metro east area for recreational marijuana. Um, now that there is, of course, options on, on this side of the Mississippi River. Um, and there's kind of a number of reasons why people say, you know, they're going to stick with marijuana dispensaries um, over here in Missouri. You know, they can avoid a longer drive over to Illinois. Uh, there's less taxes for most recreational products in Missouri, too. Some St. Louisans also say, you know, they want their tax dollars to support their community mm-hmm. or the state where they live. So, um yeah. The, in the story, we kind of, we, we talked to some people who say just that. We talked to some business owners um, who want to tap into that market and say, yeah, like, we you know we have less taxes over here in Missouri. Save a little money. And we want to drop people from the Metro East over to, to St. Louis. And um, of course, we talked to the cities who, yeah, like I said, they've come to really appreciate the that extra sales tax.
0: Mm-hmm. And so that gets to that point about beyond the, the business owners. What other effects could legal sales of cannabis in St. Louis have on Southern Illinois towns in
1: particular. Yeah, so um, one of the there are three cities in the Metro East that have dispensaries. Um, so there are two in Sauget, and um, there's one in Fairview Heights, and another in Collinsville. So the Collinsville location has been really pretty profitable. It's right on the interstate. Um, it was close to you know a large metro area that didn't have recreational weed for a long time. So it's been great business for for a while. So in fact, it was so busy right away that parking was a big pain in the Pain oh. in the butt right okay. away because there was such a high demand and like it was difficult for those officials at the city and the representatives you know from that business to figure out how do we park here. But anyway, um, so Ascend is the name of that company and it's made made Collinsville one and a half to two million dollars in sales tax over these last three years. So during COVID, when you know a lot of um, ways to make money went away. Because of the pandemic, it was really nice for the city of Collinsville. Um, and they've left some other money that's just sitting in a capital improvement fund. And so one day they're, you know, they're hoping to improve city facilities. But um, I spoke with Mitch Baer about, you know, what this means um, for the city of Collinsville. He's the city manager. He oversees the budget. Um, and he said recreational weed has been really good for his community. He's someone who, you know, he's going to watch these sales in Missouri really closely because Collinsville isn't reliant on it. Um, but they, you know, they've come to think it's it's really nice to have that extra cash. So how much this changes is something that Mitch can really only speculate about.
0: We're living through just a real social experiment right now as to how the business model plays out and how uh, competition, quite frankly, will impact those established dispensaries and businesses that are already in place in uh, legalized states like Illinois.
1: So it's kind of a funky situation. Recreational weed was once you know a destination product. It was um, it's it's becoming more readily available. You know you don't have to travel long distances, maybe. Mm-hmm. So if enough states legalize it or it becomes legal at the federal level, that will that may drive prices down for consumers and may also take away some profitability for those companies in those cities. Um, so maybe more competition hurts those those Illinois cities that have come to um, really enjoy that extra cl- cash, but how much? kind of unclear right now.
0: Right, right. You also filed a story on Friday, this past Friday, about the very first sales of recreational cannabis in St. Louis. What did folks tell you will about having better geographical access to cannabis now that there will be sources closer than in Collinsville and Sojee as you mentioned, um on the other side of the river?
1: Yeah. So so for that, going back to that first story that I um, I worked on, I spoke to one St. Louisan, um, and he, he phrased it this way, people who smoke pot are creatures of convenience. So in his eyes, reducing those barriers, mm-hmm. like the driving distance is something that he thinks will definitely um, be beneficial for those consumers or something that they will really like see as, you know, hey, it's, it's it's a lot easier to, to walk around the block to, to my local dispensary that was once selling medical and is now selling recreational. So on Friday, when I was talking to those people about, you know, this is the first day of sales, what does this mean? Many were just, you know, super excited about, you know, hey, we have this here in Missouri now for the first time. Um, so one guy I talked to was, his name is Ron William, and he was outside a Good Day Farms location in the central West End. He's a plumber in the area, and he was probably fourth or fifth in line at 10 a.m., and he was super smiley when I walked up to him <laughs> and started asking him questions. Um, so f- for Ron he said, you know, this is a big deal for, for him because he's had friends and families criminalized for having pot in the past.
0: People look like me go to jail for a little bit
1: of marijuana. So this day to be able to say, Hey, I could come somewhere legally and buy illegally and not worry about being arrested and not worrying about people looking at me like, oh, he's a drug dealer, he's this. I'm just a normal person that works a job that just likes to be high every now and then. Ronnell said he's, you know, looking forward to a society maybe changing their perspective on marijuana. You know, he feels like there's, you know, still kind of those negative uh, connotations or stigma surrounding it. So that's something that you hear all the time reporting, things like this.
0: Well, it sounds like it was certainly a, a convivial um, atmosphere, and Friday was a pretty cold morning. I saw you walking out of the building with your, your boom mic and everything. Uh, where you were, was it a, a comprehensive licensee? You, your story mentioned that. What is a comprehensive licensee?
1: Yeah. So that Central West uh, in location, Good Day Farms is the name of it. They have, I think, five here in the area. Yes, they would have had a comprehensive license. So um, that the state was awarding those comprehensive licenses that morning. And basically what they are is a comprehensive license allows uh, a dispensary to sell both medical and recreational. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of a fancy, I don't know, state term or whatever. Basically, comprehensive just means you can sell recreational marijuana. So a lot of those places, and actually most of them, would have been selling medical beforehand. So mm-hmm. those were the ones that were kind of primed for the state to say, oh, you've done a good job selling medical so far. We're going to approve you for recreational or the, the comprehensive license. You mm-hmm. can sell both.
0: Yes. So then does that mean there is room for more comprehensive licensees um, in the St. Louis area? And how many are there in the St. Louis area presently?
1: So on, on Friday, when I was counting, I counted 67 in the area. And when I say area, I was kind of trying to be broad with it. So that could range from here in the city, St. Louis City, all the way out to Festus, Missouri, which is a little way south to St. Charles County. Um, so a few others in the area and in the state too would have applied for that comprehensive license, but they were still waiting. So though they, they could be denied, and if they were denied, right, they couldn't sell. But um, today is actually the last day that they would... Um, they would know. So um, kind of confusing, but today was 60 days since the application period began. Mm-hmm. And Missouri said at the start of it when they were setting all the ground rules, you know, we were going to have our minds made up by day 60 max. So if they haven't heard no, then they're kind of grandfathered into the comprehensive license and they can sell recreational marijuana. So maybe there's a few more. Something to, <laughs> to look out for. Yes, for sure. Did
0: did you happen to get any sense um since or do you have a sense since Friday how much money has been spent and made since you know people started being able to buy recreational marijuana here in Missouri
1: Yeah specific numbers I don't have that's something we're definitely inquiring with the state about um but I would imagine yeah it's it's you know first weekend I would imagine quite a few people said oh hey recreational marijuana it's free you know or not free but it's um it's free for business i guess yes. is what i should say <laughs> um you know i'm sure there was there was um a lot of those numbers right away will probably be quite a bit more than what it will be normally but that's mm-hmm. something that we've inquired with the state about um so yeah it's taxed at 6% how much that makes for the 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 state and also i guess cities will be voting here in the in probably april on mm-hmm. whether or not they're going to add a 3% additional local tax so something that we're looking into.
0: Yeah. And it sounds like a lot of municipalities are, they are looking forward to putting this on their ballots and pretty confident that it is going to pass. Did any of the folks that you talked with in St. Louis on Friday, which was again, the day that re- recreational cannabis sales started, did any of them tell you that they'll continue going to Illinois to pick up cannabis products? I mean, you did say that One of the people you spoke with said that people who who use tend to be creatures of convenience but as far as the the experience and the relationship maybe that has been built up with those who do sell um in the metro east what was your sense of that
1: from the people that i've talked to i don't imagine many will um no one has told me specifically like i'll keep going back to the metro east for recreational weed for medical weed, that that, that could be a a possibility. So um, long story short, I won't get into all the numbers, but recreational weed is taxed less in Missouri. It's medical weed, on the other hand, is taxed less in Illinois. So maybe Mm -hmm. if, if... taxes are a big thing to you and you don't mind the drive I would imagine you know some people could be going back to Illinois Um, and the mayor of Fairview Heights who I I spoke to for that first story um, he kind of had an interesting perspective when I was asking him something sort of like that and he brought up the people that he knows that go over to Missouri to buy gas and they're really intentional about going over to Missouri because there's it's cheaper here yeah um, on the Missouri side of the river and he had said you know like is that really worth it? If you don't live in the city or if you don't work in the city or you're not regularly going over there, mm-hmm. does going out of the way really make sense for you Yeah. to get it? Maybe the same logic applies for here. You know, maybe it's just the, the location is the, the simplest and best logic to drive decisions. But I guess that's... Um,
0: there may be other factors yeah, involved. Yeah. Sure. What will you be watching for as the Metro East reporter as Missouri settles into its legal weed status?
1: So I think the story was it was kind of um maybe largely speculative, right? We're just talking to people about what they say they will do or what cities are expecting to happen now that Missouri has recreational marijuana. So I wanna see if, you know, those come to fruition. You know, does do taxes really dictate what people where people decide to spend their money? Is the drive really that inconvenient? Does it you know, do people stay here? So, kind of all those questions. Um, I'm, I want to watch. You know, I'll, I'll like I said, um, Mitch Bear is, is is watching what Missouri sales will do. I'll also be watching that too, just to see. You know, how it how it changes for the people of the Metro East and how it changes for the the people of St. Louis too.
0: Thank you for coming on today. Will Bauer is the Metro East reporter for St. Louis Public Radio. You can find more of his reporting at stlpr.org. This episode was produced by Maya Norfleet and Elaine Cha.
1: Audio engineering and podcast design by Aaron Doerr.
0: Our production intern is Avery Rogers. Our executive producer is Alex Hoyer.
1: St. Louis on the Air is a production of St. Louis Public Radio. Understanding starts here.